0: Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this HCI podcast episode, I talk with Susan Tuline about congruent leadership to ensure authenticity and followership. Suzanne Tuline, welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast.
1: Thank you, Jonathan. I appreciate being here.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to have a nice conversation with you today. We're going to be focusing on congruent leadership and how that kind of a leadership approach can ensure authenticity and followership within our organization to drive value in the market and bring about positive organizational results. As we get started, I wanted to share Susan's bio with everybody. Uh, With over two and a half decades of strategic communication, employee brand engagement, and international brand development experience, Suzanne Tuline's inside-out brand building strategy creates the clarity and actions necessary for her clients to drive consistency, distinction, and advocacy long-term. Because of her brand DNA approach is radically different, she is paving the way companies and personal brands elevate their value position and actually reduce marketing costs while growing market share. She co-founded the Global Institute for Inspiration in 2011 and helped create the Most Inspiring Companies report now published by Forbes.com. As an international speaker and certified trainer, she thrives in front of live audiences and in virtual environments. And I really could go on and on With your bio, you really have a a tremendous background. You've accomplished so many wonderful things. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Before we launch into the conversation, anything else that you would like to share with listeners by way of background or personal context?
1: Well, you know, I'm reaching about 30 years into this field of communications. Um, I have a marketing background and graphic design background as well, moved into the branding space because. I felt that um, in order to really market effectively, you really had to understand, have that clarity necessary to be able to market a context, right? So I moved into that space in 2004 and created Brand Ascension. Um, and then wrote two books. One is business, uh, Brand DNA. And that one is really for businesses with employees. And the second one I just launched last October, which is called Personal Brand Clarity. And so this, all of this culmination of information together really helps me provide a big holistic picture about what true branding is, branding versus marketing, and how we can develop leadership around who we are as a personal brand.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's great. And it really is important. You know, some people tuning in may think, well, this, you know, this is a people management and organizational leadership podcast. Why are we talking about brand management? uh, uh, uh why, why is that important? And I think really all leaders need to learn how to communicate better. They need to learn how to personal brand better. They need to learn how to brand their ideas and their initiatives um, better. I, I think it's all integrated. And, uh, you know, I certainly, I, I consider myself a management expert. I am not a marketing expert by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> and so, you know, I think I'm excited to have a chance to learn a little bit uh, today about how, what I can be doing better. And hopefully listeners will, will uh, be able to glean uh, some, some helpful tips as well.
1: Well, as in, we, in order oh, to ahead. kind of bridge that gap, yeah. why don't yeah. I just start off with a, a quote that's very, very profound in this. I didn't say it, this was by Tom uh, Watson. He was a former CEO of IBM. <clears throat> he says, nothing more conclusively proves your ability to lead others than the ability to lead yourself on a daily basis. So to me, that is just in a nutshell, so powerful to realize and clarify for yourself before you even have the authority or um, you can command the respect necessary to um, lead others.
0: Yeah. And so, I mean, really it's, it's about walking the walk, right? Uh, You can read books and you can listen to podcasts and watch Ted talks and, and glean a lot of the right things to say to your people. And you might even be inspiring, but you know that in a one-off interaction with people, they may think, "Wow, you're amazing. You're impressive," um, and they might you might have good influence over them. But in a leadership role where you're with people day in and day out, what you say doesn't matter as much. I mean, it does matter. Don't get me wrong. But what you say and how you say it doesn't matter as much as. What you do and how you act and how you behave consistently over time. So people are they're watching you and they're noticing, and you have to be able to walk the walk as well as talk the talk. Uh, and so often, now nobody's perfect, of course, but so often leaders, um, you know, they'll read the trendy book and they'll 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 get some really cool ideas and they'll have these great conversations, but then they do little things that just undermine their own credibility in the eyes and minds of their people. And it's, it's really unfortunate. Uh, Nobody expects, nobody expects perfection from their leaders, but they do expect, um, honesty, integrity, and authenticity, um, or at least, you know, a striving towards those ideals. Uh, and if we're not, you know, consistently trying to do that, we're, we're going to lose the trust of our people. And then ultimately, you know, any influence that we could have through, effective communication and branding of our initiatives isn't going to take hold as well as it could have.
1: Right. So when you're not walking your own talk, right, you're creating that cognitive dissonance. And it's really hard for people to get back into alignment and that level of trust that you need in order to um, create the tribe that follows you or buys into what you believe So it's super important. Absolutely. And you talked about authenticity. I think that's one of the three most powerful characteristics of an effective leader. And when we say authentic, you know, people have told, you've heard people tell you and you've probably told other people to, oh, just be authentic, just be yourself, right? But the problem is most people have not done the work to identify (laughs) and define who they are. And
0: that's a really problem, good point.
1: <laughs> the problem with that is that we end up keep being the chameleon to our environment and we never do the deep dive work to really be more internally driven to stand in our own power and really lead through that versus trying to lead based on what's happening externally outside of us.
0: Yeah, that, that really is a very good point. And it's a good reminder to all of us that there is no substitute for doing that hard inner work. Of, of just mm-hmm. figuring out yourself and what drives you, what motivates you, what your core values, what's important to you, what, how you prioritize those sorts of things. You know, there's, there's just no substitute for it. You just have to do it and you have to practice mindfulness and you have to c- practice critical self-reflection and you just have to consistently come back to it. Uh, and if you don't, then you are gonna be kind of just a wanderer. Um, now, there, there's nothing wrong with being adaptive and being able to pivot and, and, you know, finding yourselves in new contexts and new environments and being able to code switch and, and, and adjust within those new contexts, that's, that's healthy and that's an important leadership capability, but we have to be rooted to our core of who we are before we get into those situations where we're making adjustments. Otherwise it does come across as inauthentic, um, When we're with our people, so you've already talked about authenticity. I think that obviously is is so important. We'll talk more about that here in a moment. Um, you talk though in your work about congruent leadership. Tell us a little bit more about what you mean by that.
1: What I mean by that, let me. Look, can I define branded leadership? Because yes, we're probably going to stay in that realm of personal brand leadership for the the organizational construct of your your podcast, right? So the the definition is branded leadership is that. Conscious, strategic, and deliberate process of creating a specific, very authentic set of perceptions that actually align to and yourself and is actually expressed through your actions and behaviors. So that is when you the more conscious you get to aligning to what you believe in your core values and your brand style attributes, and we could talk a little bit about what that looks like, then you are you're branding yourself that way, right? So branding, the the verb branding, is really about assigning meaning to an entity, to a business, to a person. And if I am consciously assigning meaning to who I believe that I am, then I'm gonna step into that on a regular basis and really um, express it on a conscious, strategic, and very deliberate level. So. It's important to understand that there are are two levels that I teach actually in, in the personal brand development field. And that's, there's an internal aspect. So that's knowing thyself and becoming so aware of who you are and that external aspect. How do I bring that about to my external environment so that it showcases what I believe and I can make it tangible and I'm in control of it. I'm in the power of that because I'm conscious of who I am. Versus, you know, being reactive to an environmental situation.
0: Yeah, I think that's great, um, and I, I think that personal branding piece really is so vital as we try to um, effectively lead teams and the more complex. The, the larger our teams, the more complexity we see in our teams, I think the more important it is uh, because we, we just can't, the reality is regardless of all the like stuff going on in our heads, all the great ideas we may have or think we have, um, there's only so much we can convey effectively to other people at any, any given point in time because people have you know, there's bandwidth issues in terms of just being able to effectively communicate mm-hmm. and push initiatives and drive uh, and focus on things in such a way that we can you know, actually move the needle and, and, and make progress. And so having this kind of an approach that you're talking about, I think will assist in that as we can focus in on what are our core elements? What are, what are we gonna focus on? And then we can start to scaffold other things, some of the smaller things to those big things Um, You know, maybe our, you know, maybe we have like these three big giant boulders that we want to try to push up the organization up the hill. Um, That doesn't mean we don't have other things we need to do, but we can start to integrate those other things into the, the, those major strategic priorities and then focus our branding efforts around what those are and how we communicate those and, and work with our team to accomplish them. and work. The Alchemy of Truly Remarkable Leadership will help you to explore your own leadership competencies and capabilities and consider ways to apply and implement them into your workplace and personal life.
1: Every leader has a set of um, strategic initiatives that they want to accomplish with their teams. The, the focus on personal brand leadership is really about how do I how do I be my most authentic self in delivering that leadership, and how I go about you know driving that those strategic initiatives. How do I make sense of them? How do I enlist, equip, and engage my audiences, my tribe, to follow this initiative? Um, so those are some of the elements that I have in my workshop around that internal piece, which is being super consistent is kind of the first layer, being consistent with who you are after you've identified and defined who you are, and then begin on the external level, um, enlisting your people to buy into that. So how do you do that? And consistency is is the one route, uh, the most powerful route to build trust. But first you need to know, I'm, I'm consistent to what? I'm consistent to who I am and what I believe and how I go about delivering, right? So that's kind of that, that first level in creating congruency. Yeah. talk about that congruent piece. Um, is the, the internal piece is consistency. The external piece is how do I enlist them in that consistency and be so consistent they start buying and getting it to know me enough where I'm predictable that they can begin to trust that. Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah. That trust is so important. It's it's foundational to to effective leadership. And I really I do love your focus on congruency. Um now it's it's a little bit separate from what you were just talking about, but I've done a good amount of research myself in terms of person organization fit and person job fit. And that's uh those are terms that are related to congruency um between individuals on a team, uh, and their, their values, their priorities, and the values and priorities of the organization or the particular job that they're in. Um, and what studies have found over and over and over again, including my studies is that, uh, that, that congruency, that, that alignment, um, that fit, uh, the person job and person organization fit is hugely predictive of intentions to stay with the organization versus, um, versus turnover and leaving, uh, withdrawal cognitions and other types of dysfunctional behaviors that can happen in the workplace. And so it, it makes sense, I haven't specifically researched uh, around congruent leadership, but everything that you're saying makes absolute sense that the same types of things would apply. People need to see consistency. They need to see, there needs to be congruency in what they're what they're hearing, what they're seeing, what they're observing, how they're interacting with each other, with their leader in the organization. And if that's not there, uh, it will create stress and anxiety. There will be misunderstandings, miscommunications, and ultimately people in that kind of an environment, people tend to leave. They tend to choose uh, to go somewhere else, which then opens up a, another can of worms in terms of all the turnover costs and, and challenges of, of getting, you know, a co- having a cohesive team that can start to work well together and move, move the organization forward. Uh, so, every, you know, everything that you're saying, I think just really connects well um, with some of these other pieces of congruence. And together, when we have congruent leadership with congruency amongst our team um, and aligning their passions, their, their values um, with that of the organization to drive fulfillment uh, and meaning and purpose at work, uh, that can really lead to great outcomes for the organization. And, and um, doing that
1: piece of it is really the enlisting part is really being so aware of your team's um, goals and desires and needs, right, to, to have some self-efficacy and, and self-fulfillment in what they're doing and understanding how your core values are really underpinning the, the organization's core ba- values. And you have to be able to communicate how they align, right, and make sense to your team who you're trying to lead forward. And, you know, the more congruent you are, the more, you um, trust you will have even if they at first don't believe in the direction the organization is going some of them usually you know there's always one or two people that have resistance but the more congruent you are the more trust you will have and the more um, easily led they will be because of your historical past trust right (laughs)
0: yeah yeah absolutely and so if we if we do all of this hopefully you know it'll lead to a bunch of positive outcomes uh for for you as a leader, for individuals on your team, and for the mm-hmm. team as a whole, which of course will help the organization. Mm-hmm. Um, but you talk about a couple key areas. And we've already referred to authenticity a bit. Um, but let's talk a little bit more about how uh, congruent leadership can help ensure authenticity and followership amongst the people on our teams.
1: Well, I think it's really all about understanding again, who you are as a leader and really knowing yourself so well that you can really stand in that and avoid um, being that chameleon that changes its mind every time based on the situation. So that strength, that's strength in and of itself. And that's what your, your team sees you as when you're super con- congruent, but you can only be that way when you are clearly understanding your own core values, attributes, and how they align with the corporation and what you're doing, as well as your brand style attributes. And those are a set of personality traits that, you know, are pretty dominant in how are underpinning and, un, you know, foundational to who you are. And that, that's how you reason and, and make sense of um, the world that you're living in, in that organization and, and everything else that you do in your world, know, because you don't just have a personal brand at work. You, your personal brand is you everywhere. And so once you realize that and what you stand for, then you can really begin showing up and leveraging those attributes in how you lead. Um, again, I, I often tell my clients that they have to, need to stop worrying so much about the doing right now, but be more concerned about the being. So when you start being who you are, you will start gaining that influence and gaining, gaining those followers who can see that congruency and consistency. People love that.
0: They do. And so we can start to generate, increase our influence and generate followers, a followership that, you know, talking about followers, maybe that sounds a little creepy (laughs) to some people, but, but what we're, what we're referring to, it's, it's it's an actual principle of leadership called followership. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have quote unquote followers, uh, you're not leading anybody. Like uh, by definition, leaders lead. They influence, they help to move things forward. And so you have to have people that buy in, that trust the leader, and are willing to do the work that needs to be done that the leader's helping to, to promote. Right. And that's the idea of followership that ultimately we can have people that don't just do what we say because of fear based tactics, that we're, they're worried about getting fired or being reprimanded or, you know, being maligned or damaged in some way that's a fear-based approach Mm -hmm. Uh, some leaders do rely on fear-based approaches uh, to how they manage their teams Mm -hmm. and that can get a compliance but that usually doesn't um, produce commitment to the organization and it's not sustainable so if we want sustainable leadership we need followers we need people that actually believe in what we're doing believe in how we're doing it who 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 trust us uh, and that comes back to the congruency that you were talking about. And then ultimately, we expand our sphere of influence because we have more and more people that see us as someone worthy of their trust, worthy of their time and attention and their effort. Uh, that, that's when you get teams that where you have individuals who aren't just doing the bare minimum to get by to kind of fly under the radar so they don't get in trouble, but people who are really passionate and going all in um, to do their work because they know it's good for them, it's good for their boss, it's good for the organization and ultimately it's good for everybody.
1: Yeah, so in the, the beginning of this conversation, we talked about that internal section or layer and the external layer and being able to see both of those areas as a leader but working on the internal first in order for you to be congruent and operating in the external world. So within the internal and external, the internal piece is what you can totally control right? It's who you are and how you identify with those attributes. And that's being consistent and realizing what you're consistent to being authentic, authentic to what authentic to who I know myself to be after I've done the deep dive work and I've figured that out. And then being uh, a term I use called generative. Um, That that term is really all about how can I become more and more and more of who I say I am as I continue to evolve and grow. So that work is really in the segment of that internal um, phase or that that level, but the external level is where I start expressing all of those things and getting enlistment, um, equipping my people with what they need in order to do what I'm asking them to do, and then engaging them around what I'm asking them to do in my leadership role, right? So enlist, equip, and engage on that external environment, but I'm tying it all into who I am being consistent, who I am as authentic as you know, showing up that way and then being generative and then seeing how I'm evolving and growing into becoming more and more of who I'm saying I am. So that's kind of the crux of, of a lot of the training that I work on because that's, I think the internal piece is the missing piece in most leadership training. It's about the doing versus about the being mostly. Yeah, you have
0: to yeah. Dig into
1: that being piece.
0: Oh, I love that. The being piece is so vital. Well, Suzanne, it has been a real pleasure talking with you. I'm mindful that we're uh, running a little bit short on time, and I want to be mindful of your time and and respect uh, other things that you need to do in your busy day. But before we close, I wanted to give you a chance to share with listeners how they can get connected with you, find out more about your organization, and uh, then give us the final word on the topic for today.
1: Yeah, so they can um, connect with me on my website at www.brandascension.com. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn under Suzanne Tuline. My new book out, Personal Brand Clarity, is awesome for emerging leaders to take a look at and walk through the process. I offer personal brand leadership workshops for teams in organizations, which is really powerful. Um, And the final word on leadership, again... Um, Get more conscious, strategic, and deliberate in who you are before you begin expressing what that is or expect, even expect others to begin following you in that very congruent, very solid, consistent, sustainable way.
0: I love it. Thank you so much uh, for all of your insights and wisdom that you shared with us today. Uh, A lot of food for thought. uh, And I encourage listeners to reach out, get connected with Suzanne, find out more about what she can do for you and your organization. And as always, I hope everyone can stay healthy and safe, that you can find meaning and purpose at work each and every day. And I hope you all have a great week.